1: Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael.
2: And I want to say thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. And I want to just pause right here at the beginning of the show and And hope that you hear my true gratitude. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for following us, uh, following Your Discipleship Coach, checking in on our website at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, following us on social media, listening to the podcast, this radio program. I'm so thankful for you. And out of that gratitude, what we're going to do today is in the front end of this show, we're going to talk about Christian coaching and what exactly that is and how uh, the merging of Christianity and coaching meets. And then in the second half of the show, to you, our listeners, we're going to begin to open up some true coaching to you. I'll deliver some real coaching in the second half of this show. So that's what this show is about, Christian coaching. So we're taking a, a spiritual approach to coaching. As we dig into this show, I kind of want to ask this question to you, my listeners. What skills do you think are most necessary to be successful as a Christian coach? What a great question to consider. Maybe you're listening right now to this radio show live or the podcast, and you're wanting to answer that question. Hey, I know what some good skills, uh, what, what skills are needed to be a good coach. You might come up with skills like, kindness, my goodness, you have to be kind to be a coach, a Christian coach. Maybe you think uh, we need skill or expertise so we can coach people forward. You might say, I know what we need to be a great Christian coach to be successful. We need wisdom. That's something that we need when we coach others. Or maybe you come up with this idea of we need patience. You know, all of these things and many, many other skills are important to Christian coaching. However, there are two primary skills that sort of emerge in this world of coaching others forward. And and one is the ability to ask powerful questions, questions that that move people forward. Coaching is about moving from one place, from where we are, to a new realm, new territory, or toward where we want to be. And questions, uh, the ability to ask powerful questions becomes a necessary skill for a great coach. But I'm here to say there's, there's a, a skill that, in my opinion, is more important, more powerful, more foundational to Christian coaching than even the ability to ask powerful questions. And that skill is the ability to listen. The ability to listen. You know, it says in Proverbs seventeen twenty eight, even a fool is considered wise when he keeps silent. There's something powerful about quietness and listening that's more important than talking and even asking questions or quite frankly, delivering expertise. See, this whole idea of coaching is about Someone becoming more clear in their life. It's about awareness. It's about discovery, making the right choices. You know, I want to share with you that coaching is not about solving problems. Coaching is not about delivering answers. As you listen in, I'm Michael Smith. Uh, I'm, I'm your host here, and, and we're you're listening to your discipleship coach. And I also serve as the president of Professional Coach University. We've come up with a definition of what coaching is. We're a Christian coaching company. And I want you to hear what this definition of coaching is. Coaching is a question-based leadership discipline of partnering with others in a creative process of self-discovery and learning on a journey toward maximizing potential. The way that we can ask these kinds of questions that move people toward potential is through the skill of listening, through active listening. I hope that you're well read and I believe that my audience is. You're a bright audience. I see some of the messages I receive and some interactions on social media, email that we receive through the website. So I applaud you and and you seem to be firm in the Lord and there's a book on spiritual coaching written by Richard Blackberry and also by Bob Royale. And and here's what they say uh, Christian coaching is. So I take that definition of coaching. And what is Christian coaching? Christian coaching is, is a spirit-led use of prayer, scripture, and coaching skills. And that's used to invite awareness of the activity of God to help people align their life and to align those they lead with God's purposes. So I want us to think about this. What is spiritual coaching? It's, it's a spirit-led experience. What is spiritual coaching? It's the use of professional competencies, coaching competencies. And when you merge These professional skills with the Spirit of the Lord, what we're doing is partnering with someone so they can discover God's activity in their life. Now, this is a powerful discipleship tool because the goal, the goal of spiritual coaching is to help someone align with God's purposes. The goal of spiritual coaching is to help someone practice their God-given opportunities to not only follow Christ, but but to serve others. Now, when I coach, I use assessments. And one of the assessments I use is the Spiritual Leadership Traits Assessment. I recently delivered this to someone, and they discovered something about themselves. In this assessment, uh, everyone who takes the the Spiritual Leadership Traits Assessment will assess themselves, but they will also offer this assessment to others. And through these assessments, this individual uh, learned something about themselves. They learned What was sort of a blind spot, they did a little bit of learning through that self-assessment, but when they looked at the assessment of others, they learned, my goodness, there's a blind spot. Well, here's what we did as a spiritual coach. We addressed that blind spot, and we came up with a plan to help this leader, this Christ follower, align with God's will in his life and, and help this person become A a more mature follower of Christ, but it also empowered them to be the leader that God had created them to be. Hey, if you're listening in, you're listening to your discipleship coach with Michael Smith, and we're talking today about Christian coaching. And in the second half of the show, we're actually going to deliver some true coaching. And what we're learning is that Christian coaching is about awareness, learning something that might be a gap in your spiritual life. And what we do with that learning is we align to God's plan. We call that a shift shifting from one perspective or reality to another. The truth of the matter is, true Christian coaching is not about delivering answers, but it's about helping someone explore and know God. It's not about doing, but it unlocks who we are becoming in Christ. Christian coaching comes with a framework that the Christian coach knows that God has a plan for everyone. See, coaches help people discover and embrace God-given purpose, uh, to take, help people take confident steps toward fulfilling their calling. This is what Christian coaching is all about. Spiritual leadership coaching, discipleship coaching is about helping people view themselves and their circumstances more clearly so they can align their realities with God. See, spiritual coaching is primarily about God, about His, His purposes. So you might have a coach and it might, you might be coaching someone because I want to be a better Bible study leader or a better preacher or a better small group leader or a better, uh, youth pastor or missionary or a better witness in my workplace. And as, as you work with a Christian coach, you might, you might discover something that your delivery of a teacher or a discipler is not really where your gap is. It might be, I really don't understand the people that I, God has called me to disciple. And so we'll do some coaching around getting to know the right audience. See, we might think we know an answer that we're looking for, but that's not always the case. The Bible says this, many are the plans in a man's heart. But it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Proverbs nineteen twenty-one. See, we might have plans, we might have thoughts, we might have hopes and even dreams. But as we pursue and follow Christ, it is the the purposes of the Lord that prevails. So what we're doing here when we do Christian coaching is we 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 align thinking with a biblical worldview. We take the, the person that we're coaching and, and partner with that person to walk in the footsteps of the Lord and follow the plan that God has for their life. And here's something that's powerful that you may not get in business coaching, but in Christian coaching, your coach will commit to pray for you and address spiritual issues in your life and, and coaching not just what we think we want, but coaching exactly what we need and for that we have to be sensitive to the spirit of the living God hey so we've introduced in the front end of this show in a high level, what is Christian coaching? In the second half, we're going to deliver some some basic coaching principles. So I hope that you stay and listen in and receive some coaching. So get out your pens, get out your notebooks, get out your phones to take some notes. So I'm going to give you some real coaching. But I want to thank you for joining us today. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith And I am here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Thanks for listening in. Get ready for the second half of the show. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. And we're back. I thank you for sticking with us and joining us here on Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life. In the first half of our show, we did a high-level introduction to Christian coaching. And in this half of the show, we're going to introduce some basic coaching that will help you explore identify biblical truth and apply it to your life. But I want to start incredibly broad with with just a big question. If you walked up to the average person in the United States and asked this question, who is God? I wonder how might they respond? People are spiritual people might view themselves as non spiritual. They might answer that question, "Who is God?" in a number of ways. They might ask, answer that like a Christian. They might answer that uh, from from a political perspective. They might answer that from an academic perspective. They might answer that from an experiential perspective. And I would bet if you were to ask ten random people on the street who is God, you you likely would receive. 10 different answers so so i want to zero in a little uh, more uh with laser focus instead of saying if you walked up to a random person on the street and asked who is god what if i asked you what does it mean to you to be a christ follower A little bit different question, laser-focused. I wonder how you would answer that. How would you answer, what does it look like to be a Christ follower? And if I'm coaching you, I'm going to hear that answer. We're going to talk about that. But but here's kind of a follow-up question. If you're going to jot that down and you're going to answer that for yourselves, here's a great question to explore, to think about, to answer. As a believer, as a Christ follower, what should my practical response be to God? What should that look like on Sunday? And for many of you, you're going to say that's going to church, that's that's uh, uh, resting, or, or whatever that looks like. But what does it look like? What does the practical response to God look like as a believer, as a follower of Christ? What does it look like Monday through Saturday for you? You know, you might want to reflect on that and think about that. And, and as you think of these introductory questions, before we do some more real coaching, I want us to consider my personal working definition of a coach approach to discipleship. So here's a definition of a coach approach to discipleship. I'm going to repost this on my social media. I want you to to look at that and and comment, but here it is. A coach approach to discipleship, my working definition. A Christ-centered discovery process where a disciple or coach partners with a disciple to close discovered spiritual gaps. As a result, the disciple learns truth and practices God-honoring attitudes and behaviors. My goodness, I know you're not going to remember that in a one-shot, me saying that. So go on. On our social media and hear the, about this Christ centered discovery process. And I want you to flesh out those words. But that's what we're going to do right here and right now. We're going to look at potential gaps in your spiritual life so you can learn truth and practice God honoring attitudes and God honoring behaviors. I'm going to start with this question What do you want in life? I can remember when I was a kid, I wanted to play professional baseball for the Chicago Cubs, and my dream was to be the pitcher for the Chicago Cubs in the ninth inning of the World Series against the Chicago White Sox, and comically, the game would be called for darkness because there were no lights in Wrigley Field. I think that's so funny, but that was sort of uh, my childhood dream. But as I, as I got a little older, I started to dream, what do I want out of life? Where do I want to contribute? Where do I want to grow? What do I want to, to, where do I want to find meaning in life? And I started asking questions like like this. So maybe you're thinking, okay, here's something I want. And and the first thing we do is we think about all the things that are in our way. But I want us to think about this. When we have a dream, maybe a God-given dream about what we want in life. Maybe we should ask the question, what if all the quote-unquote stars align? Or I'll ask it this way. What if there were no limits to my dream? What if I had unlimited resources? What would that mean to my dream? And, you know, we can can be an optimist and we can dream big dreams for God and we can dream about advancing in our careers and fulfilling the purpose of God in our lives. And as we get a little more uh clear on that dream, and maybe we mature a little more, life continues to go on. What happens is we say something like this, I have this dream, but reality is setting in. See, I, I have this dream to do something great for God. But real life is happening all around me. I have children or maybe grandchildren, or I, I'm working, you know, 50 hours a week, and I'm I'm doing something on the side and volunteering in my church, and I just don't have the time to do what God has put in my heart to, to fulfill this dream. I have, I have this limit. I don't have enough money. I, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough education. I'm not going to make enough compensation if I give my life to this dream. And we talk about all of the things that keep us from doing what God wants us to do. I want to say that might just be an area that God wants to clean up in your life. The enemy might be using that area. Your own humanity might be creeping in. But I want to tell you as a listener, God— has a dream for you. And, and when we look at reality, we don't have to stay right there. Right now, you're listening to your discipleship coach. I'm your host, Michael Smith. We introduced this show talking about Christian coaching. And right now we're doing some real coaching. We talked about real coaching. We talked about a dream that you might have in your life, but then we get sometimes snagged with reality. But what happens if if you partner maybe with a Christian coach or you're, you're part of a good network that can also provide this for you is you move from a dream to reality, but then you move from reality to a stage that I call hope. It's moving from the reality where you are toward this hope of fulfilling your dream. And this is where coaching comes in. What we do when we coach is we start to explore, how do we move one step closer toward that dream? How do we overcome one of these hurdles? How do we change our language from I don't have to using language like, this is what I do have. You know, God's not going to ask you to do something that that you don't have the resources to accomplish. What he's going to do is he's going to look at you and say, how will, will you steward the resources that are in your hand? And when you begin to steward those resources somehow, some way God begins to do immeasurably more than all we ask or all we imagine. But we can't sit around and wait for something we don't have. We have to start looking with hope in our eyes that God's going to do something great. And when we look at our hope and we, we have coaching to partner with us, we start to look at stage four, finding strength. We find the place that that we have strength, and our strength, our hope is found in the foundation of Jesus Christ, of the Lord. You know, we look at how do we put our life together holistically, from our finances to our health to our romantic interests, leveraging our family and friends and our recreation, our Our business, our career, our spiritual life, our our personal growth? How do we put all of that together and and find our strength in the Lord to say, God, this is my life. This is my offering. So I'm going to commit to developing skills. That's where good coaching comes in. I'm going to commit to learning. That's where good coaching comes in. I'm going to follow the passions you've put in my heart and use the resources you've given me. That's where good coaching comes in. And I'm going to find strength in the Lord to do exactly what you've called me to do. When we do that, we find ourselves in this process and we we realize there's really no shortcut to success. (laughs) There's really no shortcut to discovering your dream. God can accelerate the pace. But here's what I learned. Sometimes we think that we just get right with God and then we push like an elevator button and we somehow get to the top floor of success. But here's what God's saying to you today. Don't try to find a ride in an elevator. Find a staircase and take one stair at a time. Follow me one step at a time, God would say. Follow me one day at a time. The dream is from the Lord. The passions he's given you is from the Lord. So do what you can today with what you have in your hand. Hey as I think about that just to introduce this idea of coaching I'll ask have you ever thought about hiring a spiritual coach you could visit your discipleshipcoach.com and fill out a free coaching readiness questionnaire and we'll coach with you but if you're interested in working with the christian coach and you want help exploring God's word or biblical truth in your life, you can email me directly. Here's how you contact me. M Smith at your discipleship coach.com. I want to talk to you. So your discipleship or email me directly. M Smith at your discipleship I am for you. And better yet, God is for you. And if God is for you, who could be against you? Thank you. For for listening today to your discipleship coach. I'm Michael Smith. I'm partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. And you've been listening today to AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. God bless. Have a great week.
1: To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn,
0: head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one
1: of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors.
0: This set off alarm bells. (laughs)